Hello, my beautiful listeners, and welcome back to another episode of You Are Always Enough with your host, me, Lisa Marie. I am actually recording this episode in the bath right now. I use baths as a form of self-care, and it's been kind of a long week, so... I just want to be honest in case you hear some water noises, but I feel like it might be kind of aesthetic, so I hope you enjoy. Today is officially the first day of 2023, and I hope that you are all having a good year so far. It is a really good time to actually think about things you want to change and you know, it's a good time to really reflect on last year, and I know everyone out there has something that they should be proud of themselves for, and most of you should have a hundred or more things, but I know sometimes it is hard to think about things that you're proud of yourself for when you have a hard time, but every single person out there has something that they should be proud of themselves for. So I really want you to take a minute and just kind of think about what things you are proud of yourself for. And if there are things that are standing out that maybe you didn't like about 2022, this is a really good time to think about how you can make it better this year. But I just want everyone to know that There is a lot of toxic positivity that comes with New Year's. So every single person is out there talking about goals for the year. And, you know, a lot of it is fake and people aren't going to stick to their goals that they made. And that's fine. You absolutely don't have to sit and make a list of goals Or if you do, that's totally fine, but just try to not be toxically positive, you know? Just because it's a new year does not mean that everything is going to magically start over and your life is going to be great if you start doing all of those things those fashion or beauty influencers are telling you to do on TikTok or Instagram. So whatever you do, if you are reflecting... Just make sure you're being honest and you're being real and you're not getting into that toxic positivity cycle. With that being said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with figuring out goals for a new year and trying to do things a little bit differently, but just be mindful of what is actually accomplishable and what isn't. And you can make long-term goals You can make short-term goals, but just make sure it's something that is actually attainable and something that you think you can actually accomplish. But I just want to make it clear that I am so grateful for you and you are so loved. I'm so proud of you and everything that you did accomplish of last year. And I hope together we can work to make 2023 even better. One great thing is every year means you're actually a year older at some point in the year. And so 
you can really use that new age to feel more mature and feel more blessed in the choices that you're making and you can just be mindful of that and aging is actually not a bad thing despite what a lot of people say and yeah I hope that you had a really good New Year's Eve and I am so excited to share today's episode with you. One requested topic that I recently got when I posted on Instagram was basically how to help people who are in your life with mental illness. And it is, I actually got a more specific question than that, but I do want to put out there that um, there is a small trigger warning. I will be talking about suicide and you know, suicidal ideation. Um, Obviously, I'm going to try my best not to trigger anyone. Um, In fact, the question I got was how to help your friends when they are feeling suicidal. So really, I'll be focusing on how to help someone else or even how to help yourself if you're struggling with that. But I just want you to be prepared for that topic when it eventually does come up. One thing I really want to point out is a lot of times when you are actually talking about how to help people with mental illness, whether that's a friend or a relative, but a loved one, a lot of times people will actually say, like, how do I deal with this or how do I deal with them? And I want to try to eventually as a society get away from that language. Because you're not dealing with them. You're actually, like, helping them with something that's really real. And it's not... When you're saying, like, you have to deal with something, it almost seems like you're trying to fix it or it shouldn't be that way in the first place. And I just want to make sure that everyone's clear that you're not dealing with mental illness And you're not dealing with people who have mental illness. You are literally just helping someone who has like an additional thing that is kind of making things more difficult. Um, But you're not like dealing with them. Like it's not a problem that you need to fix necessarily. And that doesn't mean that if you have mental illness, you don't need to seek help. It just means that it's not like a huge bad problem that you need to fix. It's just something that you're born with or that's happened over time. Um, and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you at all if you have mental illness. And I've tried to really be honest about this and open about this, but I do suffer from mental illness and I have my own mental health crises at times You know, I have shared that in previous episodes, and if you know me personally, I try to also be very open and talk about it, because I do feel like the more you talk about mental health, the more normalized it can be, and eventually, hopefully, we can live in a world where it's not, like, a huge shocker, or there's not, like, something scary that 
happens when you talk about it. Like obviously, mental health issues can be scary at times, whether you're dealing with them or you're seeing someone you love dealing with them, but it needs to be normalized. We should be able to have conversations about it, and we should be able to ask questions about it and just make it kind of more of normal conversation topics and that doesn't mean that we need to have every single conversation about mental health it just means that you should be able to bring it up especially to people that you love people you see every day because mental health can affect a lot of things and it really does affect everything that you're doing throughout the day if you are suffering from mental health issues and that's normal honestly i feel like there are very few people that don't suffer from mental health and even if they don't on a daily basis at some point in their life they're going to have something come up in terms of mental health And so that really brings me to the main topic of today's episode, which is how to be there for loved ones who have mental illness or who need help with their mental health sometimes. And like I said, it does affect every single person, whether people believe that or not. But I think the biggest thing for me is just having conversations and asking questions if i am really suffering and like having a really hard time with my mental health i probably am not going to want to sit here and answer 110 questions about my mental health and how it affects me and what i like to do when i'm having a hard time or what i need from friends right It's hard to have these really in-depth conversations when somebody's in crisis mode. Um, So what I would actually recommend is if you are having a friendship or a relationship with someone and you know that they have struggles with mental health, um, I would just encourage you to have conversations about it with them when they aren't in crisis mode so just ask questions and you know if they're uncomfortable with it you know you kind of have to feel things out um and you don't want to like go in like asking deep questions immediately but i think for me what would be really helpful is if someone was like hey i know you sometimes like have some mental health crisis crises I guess and um I just want to like talk to you about how I can help when you're in a crisis and how I can help you in a day-to-day basis um if you need it and you can't assume that they're gonna actually need you to do anything or help them with anything when they are having a crisis or even just in day-to-day but again just like having these conversations and opening that up to them is going to mean a lot to them and it's also super important for me to mention that 
if you are just becoming friends with someone and you're not that close or, you know, maybe you are friends with someone and you've been friends with them for a while but you've never had these conversations, you can't just assume that they're going to want to have a super in-depth conversation. I would really just say to go into a conversation with no expectations and be open to having more conversations or, you know, maybe for me, sometimes it's easier to maybe like write it down. So sometimes it's easier to text about it, but just be open to having some different scenarios play out and try not to have super strong expectations. So if you are ready to have this conversation with a loved one, just try to figure out what it is that you're hoping to accomplish, right? So you can't have a bunch of expectations, but you can say, I want to figure out how I can help when this person is in a crisis or how I can know they're in a crisis or something like that. Like try to figure out what it is you're hoping to gain from this conversation. And again, don't have super strong expectations. And also you can't like get upset with them about having a conversation about their mental health, okay? You can't have a super angry, exit to this conversation because then they're never going to want to talk to you about it again. So I did mention some example questions that you can go in with, um, such as how I can help you when you're in a crisis or how to know when you're in a crisis, but you can kind of mesh those however fit your situation best. And if maybe you don't know what they're specifically struggling with, you don't need to go in there hoping to get a list of their diagnoses. Obviously, if they feel comfortable sharing that with you, great. But at the end of the day, unless you're a psychiatrist or a therapist, it's probably not gonna be super beneficial for you anyway. But if your loved one does tell you um, maybe some of their diagnoses or specific trauma that they've endured or something like that, you can use that information to benefit both of you. You can definitely research and see what there is about it online. And that doesn't mean run to Google and believe every little thing that you're seeing because mental health like everything else is on a spectrum and just because somebody is diagnosed with something doesn't mean that everything you read on google is going to pertain exactly to their situation everyone has their own story and so if you are hoping to have these conversations the best thing you can do is have a conversation with them directly and not to assume anything you have to really listen to the words they're saying to you you have to believe them and you have to keep an open mind and again you're not 
going into these conversations hoping to fix them because there's not something to fix in the first place, but you can help them when they are struggling. One thing I actually saw on TikTok was for people who do struggle with mental health sometimes, you can actually make a little document and basically you can put information in there and send it to your loved ones so that way they are able to help you if you are in a crisis or just about like helping understand you as a person so you can put on as much or as little as you want but there are some different categories and again if you're going to do this you have to mold it around you and what you need and what you want and you don't have to share anything that you don't want to share but some different examples are you can list your triggers like for me um there are specific sentences that can be triggering for me or um you know scenarios just any triggers you want to mention so that way your friends or your partner or your family like they know that they shouldn't do that or if somebody does it or you experience it you might get triggered and you might spiral um and then there's other categories too like how to tell if someone is in a crisis so for me i was like listing you know withdrawing and you know not responding to people or even for me when i am in a crisis sometimes even just like the way that I'm typing or texting is probably going to be a little bit different than if I'm not. But that is the beauty of doing this because you can, again, put as much or as little information as you want and you're choosing who you share this with and you can really put anything you feel like putting on there and it's completely up to you or if you don't want to do this you don't have to um but if you are struggling sometimes with mental health it doesn't hurt to have conversations with your loved ones if you feel comfortable with that so if you do struggle you can have these conversations with your friends and tell them this information or you can send them a document or whatever works for you and if you are the loved one of someone with mental health issues you can also start these conversations and ask questions um and you can always ask specifically for things that you want or need to know and yeah just keep an open mind like i've said a million times on here and you can actually use those topics that I mentioned on the document to have these conversations with people. You can ask them if there are specific triggers that they should be aware of, and you can ask them what kinds of ways they can notice that you're struggling. You can just ask them anything that you feel like is useful to you, and again, you really have to mold this around your your specific situation and 
hopefully by starting these conversations, it will end up being beneficial in some ways. And if it's not, you can always be honest and say that too. But it is really important for you to be aware that um, you may have a friend or a partner or a family member who struggles with feeling suicidal. And it is, of course, a very heavy topic, but it is something that a lot more people experience than you probably realize. It is also super important to realize that not every single person who has mental health issues is going to feel suicidal. So you can't have that expectation. Um, and even if somebody doesn't necessarily have like constant mental health issues, they can also feel suicidal because it's a feeling that a lot of people experience. And it is something that needs to be normalized. So if you do have someone in your life who does feel like that from time to time, it is really important to have a conversation with them about it. If Most of the time, if you know that they feel that way, then it probably is best for you to have a conversation with them about it. So it's good to ask what kind of things you can do to help them when they're feeling like that and you can ask them again like what are some ways that I can tell you're feeling like that if you are close enough you can ask them like hey if you're ever feeling like this please let me know and let me know how I can help and again you have to be okay knowing that some people aren't going to want your help or um, they're not going to be able to know exactly how to ask for it or what to ask for. For me personally, just being there for me is super helpful. Just if you notice I'm withdrawing, you know, send texts and let me know you're thinking of me or, you know, check in and ask if I need anything. And if the person says they don't need anything, that's totally fine. You don't have to press them, but you can just maybe check in with them more and just remind them that you're here and that you care about them. And for me, when I'm feeling that way, sometimes, well, actually almost every time, there's actually absolutely nothing anyone can actually physically do that is going to get me out of that spiral because it's something I need to deal with on my own. But it is helpful for me to see that people who care about me are reaching out and letting me know that. You know, it's not going to magically fix me and it's not going to magically go away with those texts, but it is going to help it help the situation. You know, maybe, like for me, I've been, you know, on the verge of taking action. And then maybe I get a text saying that someone loves me or someone checking in. And then, you know, sometimes I'll be like, okay, let me 
think about this more because clearly this person cares and sometimes again it's it doesn't do anything other than let me know that you're thinking of me and even though it doesn't like magically fix anything um and magically make the situation better it is gonna help me and once I moved out of that I'm definitely going to feel better and it's going to make me see that people actually do care because a lot of times I really feel like no one does in those moments and again these are my personal experiences not everyone who deals with it is going to feel the exact same way but that's why you can have these conversations and ask them and they'll probably open up to you about it. I think another thing that can be really helpful is actually um, if you know someone maybe needs a little more love or support, you can again just let them know you're thinking of them, tell them how you feel. Um, you can also kind of give them a list of things that you're willing to do so if you know you have a friend who you know maybe withdraws and doesn't allow themselves to like socialize you can give them a list of options you can be like hey you know i am free next tuesday at 7 p.m would you want to grab dinner um and, you know, sometimes they're not feeling up to it and they're going to say no. And that's okay. You could, like I said, give a list. So you can say, like, hey, do you need a hug? Do you want a show recommendation? Do you want a movie recommendation? Do you want me to make you a playlist on Spotify? Um, do you want to FaceTime? Do you want to talk on the phone like and it can be really wrapped around whatever you guys do together so um if maybe they are willing to hang out great you know plan something that is not gonna take a super lot of energy from them and you know maybe try to really take charge if you can like i I'm such a planner. You know, usually when I hang out with friends, I come up with plans. Usually I'm the person who's like setting things up. Well, when I'm having a crisis, I really don't want to do that. That's actually the last thing I want to do. So if you could make the decisions and obviously like if you are making the decisions, you can obviously tell them that you're willing to like go somewhere else or you know like you can leave it open to change in case they are feeling like they can say something but for me if somebody was like hey what are you doing next Wednesday um I'd love to grab dinner with you let's grab I don't know Taco Bell that's gonna be so much easier for me to make a plan of rather than somebody saying oh are you free next week like we could grab dinner, we could go see a movie, or we could, you know, like, that is not going to be something I'm going to jump to do if I'm in a crisis, if I'm even willing to hang out in the first place, but you can really 
work it around whatever's going on in your situation, whatever your relationship looks like. Just, I guess that's the biggest thing to take away from this. You really need to be open and figure out how things work with this person and not try to make everything for every single person in your life the same because every single person is different and how they deal with their mental health is going to be different from what I'm saying or what you're going to see on the internet or whatever. You know, you just need to figure out what's working best for you and again, ask questions, ask as many questions as you want to this person because just bringing this conversation up shows that you care about them and shows that you're willing to help and sometimes that is actually all they need. I also want to just make sure that I'm saying this too. If someone is in a mental health crisis and you truly believe that they need help and they can't get it on their own or you're worried about them taking their own life, you can absolutely ask for help. So if you believe someone is in immediate danger, obviously you should probably call 911 or call the suicide hotline or figure out what you need to do in that moment. If someone is obviously telling you they have a plan and you know maybe they're taking action, you you need to get help and that is okay. Um, but what I'm not saying is if somebody tells you that they're feeling suicidal, I'm not saying you need to immediately call the police or their parents or their boyfriend or whoever. You know, I'm not saying... Anytime your friend is having a crisis, you need to immediately, like, call people. But if someone is in immediate danger and you're worried for their safety, obviously you need to reach out. But that doesn't mean every single time someone tells you something. And you can also, if someone is in crisis, you can ask them, do you need me to call anyone? Do you need help? Do you need me to pick you up? Do you need to call me? Like, you can ask them questions when they are in crisis. And again, if you are truly worried for their safety, absolutely you need to call the police or call the suicide hotline or something. But just, you know, be there for them. It's also really important that if you are having a loved one that you know that they're feeling suicidal, if you don't think you can handle that conversation, that does not make you a bad person. And you also still need to put yourself first, okay? I've struggled with this before. I have my own mental health issues and I've had friends talking to me about some of their mental health. And if I'm in a crisis, the last thing I can do is be there for someone who's also going through a crisis. 
and be able to go in there fully prepared for that. And I'm not saying if you struggle with mental health, you should not be there for your other friends who have mental health crisis. Like, you have to really think about how you're feeling in the moment and if you feel like you can mentally take on that you know, it's it's hard. It's a hard conversation. And if you're struggling, it's going to be even harder for you to try to help. So be honest. I've been in a crisis myself and I've had people telling me, you know, they're also in a crisis. And I've had to set a clear boundary and say, hey, I love you and I'm here for you. And if there's something specific you need, please let me know. But right now, my mental health is really struggling and I can't have this conversation right now. You know, is there someone, is there something specific you need? Is there someone else you can talk to about this? Like, I just can't have this conversation at the moment. You know, and let them know you're there for them. You know, you're not being rude and saying, oh, you're being too much or whatever. You can just say, hey, I actually don't have the mental capacity to have this conversation right now. Um, and if they're truly in a crisis and they need help, send them resources, reach out if you believe they're in danger, but you also don't have to take on that workload of emotions because it is scary and it's a lot. I think that about wraps up everything I wanted to cover today. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to reach out. My Instagram is at Lisa, the number four Williams, at Lisa four Williams, and I'm always happy to have a conversation with you. But don't be afraid to ask questions and reach out to people that you love and care about because that will mean so much to them. I know it means a lot to me, and it means a lot to me that you are listening to this episode today. I hope you have the most amazing week. And I will have an episode next weekend out. If you have any topic requests or questions you want to ask, of course, reach out to me. Know that you're loved and appreciated. If you haven't taken a sip of water in a while, go ahead and grab some water. If you have been scrolling on your phone and you need a break, put it away go take a walk, go sit in the sunlight, whatever it is that's gonna make you feel good in the moment, go ahead and do that. I love you and I hope you have the most amazing week. Mwah.